Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, aka The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art Insight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself, who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was attended. So, Steve, creates that for me. In this episode, we enter the gallery and take a first look at some of the beautiful art produced by Project Artworks. So, Steve, we're, we're in the building. Uh, we're it's inside. A, it's a bit warmer. It's a little warm, yeah, a little bit less breezy. You know, you're obviously getting blown around a bit still. Obviously, out there. we we um, we've seen we've actually met some of the artists this morning, uh, which really set up for this this podcast. They're talking about um, Project Artworks, and the exhibition is called Ignition. So inside, uh, it's a lovely open space, and the the lights coming in through great big open windows, and. It's a lovely space. You walk in, the floor's uh, a nice bright colour, so it kind of lights the whole room up. The walls themselves are white, and the, and the main wall to the right-hand side is a cyan colour. So it's a very bright and light open space. And there's a description, actually, of this the exhibition that we've come to see. So that's uh, so we came to see Project Artworks, uh, and we met the artists this morning, and they inspired us to... Do their work justice, really. Oh, yeah, the pressure, the pressure. They're such an inspiration, such inspirational artists we met this morning. So seeing them, you know, creating and explaining how art helps them, affects them, allows them to be who they are was, was quite emotional. It was emotional. And obviously you could see the, you could hear the enjoyment in their faces, especially when the question I asked about how did how was it did it feel to win the Turner Prize? Uh, yeah. Not well, not win it, but to be nominated for the Turner Prize. Yeah, uh, it was like they all they all loved it. They all loved it. You, you know, know they're, kind they're, of they're rock stars for the day. Going absolutely. Up to Coventry and partying. And when you talk about inclusion for those guys, that is it, isn't it? Like yeah. real complete inclusion in yeah, something not, which like, is not a tick box so, exercise. No, we're not. Oh, there's a sympathy folk. No. Yeah. You know, they worked hard for twenty years to. Is you know the the, the collective um, a supporting art, especially during lockdown. Um, so let's hear about the exhibition. Yeah, Steve. so the exhibition's called Ignition. Project Artworks is a collective working at the intersection of art and care to create conditions in which people with complex support needs can work independently and collaboratively to make paintings, drawings, sculptural objects, and film. So it includes artists, activists, families and carers who work together in their Hastings studios to develop long-term supportive and creative relationships. So it's a, a massive spectrum of art. Today, uh, we're mainly seeing visual art. Visual art, yeah. And I know Project Artworks, they work big on big pieces of paper. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how you can describe the impact of the that, impact. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So let's move on. Let's, let's take, start taking a look at, look at some of the art. Just outside the entrance to the galleries, just no. outside there's two large pieces. This first one is a large piece, probably two and a half metres wide by about two metres high. The background, it looks like it's on, let's go a little closer. The background is painted black. It's on, it's on a large, a massive large piece of thick paper and the background is black and in the front, it's lots of dabbed dots with different sized paintbrushes, I would say. And they're all different colors, uh, quite bright colors. Got nice sort of cyan blue, bright yellow, bright orange, 
reds and, and different size dots yeah yep yeah different size dots in actual fact you know looking at it uh, the black dots are a lot smaller the back the background is black and so you you get a sense of it's almost like you've zoomed into a pointillism painting yeah like a serial painting and you've taken a segment and you've gone in microscopically yeah uh, so even though it's abstract it could be part of a a larger piece you absolutely yeah you're really right i mean i wonder what this picture would be if you were to zoom right out beyond the borders of this painting uh to see what it actually is it's uh it's a very positive feeling piece is that what you you get from it the, the you know even though it's just like uh like say pointillism a, a variation of pointillism. a variation i mean and, I mean, reminders would be of imagine uh multi-colored petals floating in the wind uh, flowing across on a day, like or 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 a meadow done in pointillism. You know, all the different flowers, all there. Kind of what's I think interesting is the black background. Um, you know, doesn't give it a daytime sense. Okay, so almost like that kind of fireworks. Um, yeah. Explosion in the sky, a fireworks. An explosion of butterflies, <laughs> fireflies. <laughs> I mean, it's like you say, the art, artwork is, is, is like marmite. You can love it or hate it or you see what you want to see. Yeah. And the beauty is I'm making you see what you want to see so you can describe it to me. I know, I, know, I love it because, you know, you know, the way you ask is allows me to imagine and I think that's what you know that's what we've we've come up with so this is an explosion of butterflies and fireflies in the night sky i mean I, Fantastic. it'd be interesting to, to you know I don't, it doesn't actually say uh, what the title painted. is and doesn't. i think that, i think isn't that great in, in abstract art that the title is what you want it to be in your imagination absolutely and it is yeah there's very abstract pieces both of these and the second piece on the outside is uh Created in a similar way to the first, only this particular version is, the colours are slightly different. They're yellows and greens and, and some creams. Colours I can't see. Right, so yeah, this... So the, yeah, so the, the, obviously the greens and, uh, and those kind of, those gre the greeny greens and the blues is the colours that I've lost ability lost. to see. Yeah. And then the yellows... So yeah, so the yellows which you you may be yeah, able to yeah they look like kind of they look like drips like, yeah so all of the yellows these front yellows have got a drip coming down, and then there's some pinks with drips coming down so so it's very similar to the previous only the difference is firstly the colour yeah. but then those last dots have have been put on with an amount of uh, paint which I believe to be um, looks like some kind of critic maybe yeah some kind of acrylic, a lot of acrylic or it might be even watercolor because the way that it's dripped down like that um and what does that remind me of maybe a million tiny balloons uh, do you know what it reminds me of uh monet's uh water lilies ah uh, yeah now you talk yeah, yeah. that's so because yeah, you're right it has that, that quality that because um yeah it, it's it draws you in the composition you know people think that uh, abstract art is that i'll splash a bit of paint on do a jackson pollock and be done with it but there is thought process behind this you know there's you know the composition i'm sure you know you said about the the different sizes of paint brushes used yeah um and you know and that gives it composition because you're adding so many layers and then adding by adding the 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 drip effect of of the smaller dots it creates that that kind of ripple one on on like a, a lake or some kind of yeah yeah very different movement mm. and I think well, that, well, yeah so the movement compared to both of them are very different but even though they're done in the same style yeah absolutely they're, you know from, from first glance they wouldn't be 
very very different but you know from sort of taking a closer look you, you know the first piece almost looks like it's been cast in the wind the second piece looks like it's been sort of on a lake or, or on the water and and I think the drips kind of give a, a, a real sense of a, a different interest it's like a foreground like you're looking through an element to see behind what was previously there but so maybe you know theoretically a mix of the water and the air would would come out of this maybe yeah um, well, that's, but that's our but perception that's our perception oh, our perception well, but that's might, quite, maybe. Uh, and it, but they both they kind of bring different different emotions along with them you know the first piece kind of having a sense of joyfulness the second one was joyful kind of a little somber, bit more somber, more somber a little bit more, more somber. like not sad but certainly not because quite as upbeat maybe because of the, the way the colors are put on yep Absolutely. And they're slightly more subtle, they're slightly more pastel, and that sort of... I don't know, there's something about the drips, the way that the drips fall. Makes it more... Oh. <laughs> you know? Because that's what Jim does. Jim does. goes... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's, okay, let's enter let's, the main space. Let's get inside, okay. So, as we walk through, there's great big double doors that are twice our height, uh, if not more, uh, which isn't that high for big... Full-size people. Well, yeah. <laughs> and as we walk in, um, it's a big open space in the room. And this is probably about, the roof is, the ceiling is about two and a half metres high, so you can probably, you know, sense there that space. There is some light coming through from, I think they're massive skylines. Yeah, there? and there's, in this particular space, a good half of the ceiling is is skylights. And they, and actually they're, the skylights themselves are quite deep, so the, the skylights are a couple of metres deep. So as we look straight up, there's sort of a little um, a column which goes above our heads, which is to a big skylight. So there's a lot of natural so a lot of light. light. that's getting zoomed in, which is great. And the floor... Um, it's your typical... Standard. Standard They love gallery, polished concrete. Polished concrete they love floor. polished concrete, don't it they? Works. I mean, what happens? Hard, hard wearing. Hard so, hello, wearing. polished concrete, we meet again. Yes. And so that, that's... The, the floor, but you know, very, and the walls um, it's, are all white, which I think is, you know, it's another sort of very popular um, way of displaying art. But there is an unusual way that the art is displayed in the centre. Yeah, so there's, all the walls are being used with different sizes of art. Some are big canvases straight onto the walls, some are on smaller canvases in frames. Let's, and I then think in we the should, very middle, do you want to yeah, go straight, straight, straight to the middle? So, let's, let's go straight to the middle for a change. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's. So the middle of the room is actually maybe about 15 different canvases hanging from wires that go all the way across the room. So the room so is big probably... Fish, big, uh, like washing lines? Washing lines, a tensile thick cable. Yeah. Because these, these canvases actually, I imagine, are quite heavy. Uh, in that respect, they're big. So the whole room is about six, seven, eight metres wide, maybe more, probably about 10. And the wires are then holding these canvases. And actually, the canvases are hung in such a way that you can't see through to behind. So I can see from here that there's sort of a maze oh, that you wow. would, you, we're going to walk we're gonna through. We're going to engage with the art as we're walking through as, it. As we're walking through. So you can see the th front pieces of different sizes and then you can actually see behind that there's something coming, which is very different. And actually, you know, I think as we get through, we walk so through like to the free, other end. It's like a huge 3D painting because all the paintings are different, but it, 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 they kind of, the, the way you're, you're experiencing it, you're overlapping each one and you're seeing the colors, but you see another color behind it and another color behind that. So you're, you're getting false perspective. 
tweaks a curiosity too because you can't see behind you know you know it's like a maze almost a maze of art which is ah, i love that idea yeah me too so there's actually a seat just behind okay, us okay well let's just sit down and, and uh, experience how majority of people would experience it is if they come to a gallery and they, wanna, they just want to sit so what we're looking at the first one now so the first piece in front of us is like i say these pieces are large it's probably two three meters at least three meters long hanging down from this tensile wire it's about two meters wide so really big and it's creams and dark greys and oranges and actually what it reminds me of is kind of aboriginal kind of cave drawings. really yeah wow. I, I was getting the, i was getting that african vibe as well but just because of the, na uh, the nation of mark making yep um, and it feels like it should be on a, a side of a pottery or side of an old cliff face Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that's what I'm getting, man. So you you kind of got that, um, but inside yeah. it there are definite images. Uh, it's once again very abstract. My imagination and yours combining will probably bring something forward. I mean, I get the sense of certain figures, people almost people, in different um, states of standing, sitting jumping maybe on furniture maybe creating i mean you know if i look to the top right it looks to me like there's somebody sitting looking away from us looking at a view of a, a mountain all in, in quite abstract you know so you know from my well, it's telling a story even though we don't know what that story is because obviously you know who knows what the artist is thinking about but it's a very emotional story and i think yeah. hanging it from that kind of portrait long portraiture which is unusual in, a, in an art scene, it gives it that kind of the old uh, the idea of adage, you're reading a text. So as you're reading down along you know, an old scroll, we're reading down an old scroll, but it's, it's pictogram. Yeah, you're right. There's, and I, and I, taking a stab at, at, the, at the story is obviously every individual's choice. Yes. So I think there's a, a really interesting, I think watching, looking at this piece, you know, you could tell yourself a hundred different stories. Well, which is great, isn't it? Because you could see something new. Every time you visit this gallery yeah. and sit on that chair that we've just sat on, yeah. you'll see something completely different every time. You could, you could sit and tell yourself a beautiful story every yeah. time. So yeah, so we move along to the next. Yeah. So actually this piece looks like it's created by the same artist that created the artwork on the entrance. And this is even bigger than the last piece. Bigger? How it's can it even be bigger, bigger? Honestly, like to time alone, to space, to create something, the effort required. To they must have a big studio. They I, must. Project Artworks must have the biggest studio known to man. I can't, uh, yeah. This must have been laying on the floor because honestly, like, you, you, you could, you know, it's two and a half, three metres high, two and it's a big square piece, at least that big, maybe two and a half, three metres. And the colours in this one are, are, are once they're, they're subtle again. They're different. The, the background is cream. There's yellows and dark blues and dark, and there's black. And I mean, it, I, I just seen how they they made the marks because you said about brushes in yeah. the last time. But is this does this look something completely different? The circles. I think the circles on this one look like they've been made by the same. It looks like you know. Imagine some kind of print. Some that? kind of print. Yeah, like some a kind of printmaking, like or a potato. I always, um, yeah. I think, yeah, it could have been that. It could have, or they could. They're circular. They're very circular. These right. shapes. So the the circular pattern is repeated and repeated and repeated, creating this collage of lots of different colours on a cream background. Um, but you're right. The the circles are very uniform, and so I think from a creation process, they've used the same the same tool 
many times. They have two different sizes of circle. And I would say that the there's some, once again, the, the blacks seem to, to potentially create some imaginary abstract story again. I wonder, because obviously we're looking at how it's tended on portraiture, but I wondered how it would look if you turned the artwork the other way round. And just having a look. I'm trying to twist my, if I go, can I, if I look through my legs, I'll be completely upside down. Actually, it's making me dizzy. Because obviously some, some art, when you, if you turn it on, you know, and it's different And abstract, especially. Yeah. You d different pictures from different things. I mean, for me, this is once again, very energetic. Because obviously the nature of the way, actually just looking through, there's also something other going on here. They've had some, some straight lines, just drawn straight through. They're actually right in the back. I didn't see them initially. But for the top half of this, whether that's the, the bottom, the side, the left or the right, I mean, I'm assuming this, there's some very straight lines coming through as well. So there's another, another something else going on there. It's, um, I'm not sure what the, are they linked to some specific dots? They're almost pointing at certain dots. So the density is quite uniform around it compared, you know, there's, there's not much gappiness, is there? No. Well, the, there's the bottom right, or the bottom left and the top left do seem to be more densely covered. More aggressive. Yeah. And then there's bigger open And as you go right to the right hand side of the canvas, it's opened up. So almost like releasing space to the right. Just run out of energy. Yeah. Energy or time, basically. From your, I mean, God, you you spend a lot of energy, expend a lot of energy yeah. working with dots. I do. <laughs> so let's walk through the middle. Ooh. So yeah, we're, we're walking, walking through the we're middle. Walking inside. The piece that we're standing in. I know this is yellow because this is the colour I can see. Yes. Uh, you know me, so I know it's a yellow, a yellow background. Yeah, it's a big, bright yellow background. This piece is sort of one and a half metres wide, probably by four metres high, hanging right down to the floor. It's actually, I'm going to just cheekily, this is on very thick card. Yeah? Yeah, very thick card, but it's got eyelets top and bottom. And the strokes in the middle, so there's, it actually looks like it was created to drip down. So to, uh, to, drip, to drip horizontally, but they've, they've so that when they've done it, they've done it as a landscape yeah and then they've hung it portrait yes that's exactly it these brush marks and strokes are quite all of it within the central panel imagine this was in thirds yeah and the central panel more or less is is covered in bright reds really bright so looking right down the center it's a huge panel of different different brush strokes different sizes reds mixed with some light blues and some greens and some yellows so you you it, this reminds me of if it was on landscape, it'd be a cityscape, because the drips remind me. Of, so you know when you see pictures of the old like New York and that, like, and you get the reflection of the of the tower blocks in the rivers and stuff. This is what this reminds me of. So if it was on, if it was a done a landscape, you'd have the the energy of the city, and then the, the drips is the reflection of that city. Yeah. Well, sort of in the in the water. In, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you're right. Yeah. I mean, you could see that the drips. The drips that have been allowed to sort of roll down the different colours, kind of giving the foreground. It's a very abstract version of a city, I think. Yeah. I mean, the bright colours, what you know, the bright reds and blues. I mean, is that the is that the nature of this particular city? It could be. It could be. I mean, for me, because obviously I don't see the reds and, and the pinks as, as aggressive as you, and 
but with the yellow background, it just it, it's like a my, sun sign. Yeah, but it, it, like I say, the energy that's gone into it uh, and the thought process is is interesting. I'm presuming like big fat brushes. Yeah, I can imagine that big fat brushes and like paint not just on, uh, on the artwork themselves, but on themselves. They, yeah, oh God. Uh, they, they become an art piece in itself when they've done this. Indeed, you know you're right. The the size of the strokes are done with sort of two, three, four inch brushes. You know, really big art making tools. And you need music behind you. You've got to have, I reckon, some really good it's funky, funky, high energy. Seventies yeah, pop. Seventies pop. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I could. I could. I could go with that. Whoa. So we can move right over to the yeah, right okay. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to find out more about the special Baker Reynolds method of audio description, or you'd like to know more about Art Insight, you can find us on Instagram at Art Insight Podcast. Till next time.